How do you fast track your success as a freelance copywriter? Networking. You got to be in the room with the right people, the people who are in the mix, making it happen, the people who want to hire you, the people who have been where you are and are standing where you want to stand. This is how it works. You got to get out of the house. You got to hobnob. You got to press flesh. Not in an annoying, forced, uncomfortable kind of way in an organic, fun, cool, hangout kind of way. That's what we're doing at Copy Chief Live. Go to copychief.live, copychief.live. Get all the details, get your ticket. The price goes up every two weeks. I don't want you to pay more than you have to, but this thing is worth uh, the top end ticket price of $2,000 easy, but you can save hundreds off of that by going quickly to copychief.live and getting your ticket now. Meet you there. Welcome to Copy Chief Radio. I'm your host, Kevin Rogers. This is the show where you hear directly from all the experts at copychief.com how to write better, sell more, and have a greater impact using the power of your words. Let's do it. Welcome back to Copy Chief Radio. It's Kevin Rogers here. Good one today. This is new. This is brand new. I bet you haven't heard this talked about too much, certainly on this show or in other shows in our our little genre here of direct response, marketing, marketing, copywriting, entrepreneurship. Here it is. It's memes, right? Memes. Now, you may like take memes for granted because you go, yeah, I see them everywhere. You either love them, hate them, or you sometimes like even though you want to hate them, can't resist them because they're hilarious. Well, my guest today is Austin Lee from leecopy.com, L-E-E copy.com. Lee is a really hot copywriter, a young guy in the game, and you're making a lot of noise. He's been through my RFL program. I've worked with him closely, highly recommend his services, and he's a millennial. And so he is in the mix of social media. He's not a social media specialist. He doesn't want to run your social media, but he really understands things like memes, how they get attention, why people get hundreds of thousands of followers just essentially by posting memes. So Austin, thanks for being here, brother. Thanks, Kevin. Really happy to be here, man. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. And this is fascinating to me because I'll, I'll admit, you know, here I am, you know, authority in this, in this world and didn't really think of memes as a marketing tool. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an entire galaxy of, of content and I had to look it up today just to see, but you know, Instagram and that's kind of what I'm going to focus on because I, I think, you know, the brands there that are putting out the funniest memes, the ones with the most engagement with these, you know, 10 plus million person followings. I mean, yeah, there's, you know, I think they're just kind of at the, the top of that game and 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 yeah, man, I mean, I, I've, you know, I just got kind of sucked down that rabbit hole, you know, mm-hmm. getting getting tagged by buddies in, in these. And I mean, they're, you know, they're hilarious. They can be offensive. But I think there's a lot of parallels between the strongest, you know, sales messages and, you know, the funniest memes that get the most engagement. But yeah, I mean, 700 million monthly users oh. on Instagram. And that's, you know, for reference, double the size of Twitter. So it's, you know, it's, it's a big deal. It's amazing. And you know what's great about memes and this type of social media? It's to me, it's like the best of wit, human wit, 
right? Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's sort of like you can't really control it, but you're, you know, you're, it, it's, it's safeguards our collective psyche, if that makes sense, right? Mm. Whereas, like, a lot of times, particularly on Facebook, you just look at people's dribble and you say, what, my God, is this all, is this it? Is this how, <laughs> are we really this boring? You know, I mean, you know, some people have great feeds and stuff, but for the most part, it's just, just the most boring, most predictable kind of chatter. And then you have Instagram where I'll admit I'm not a regular user. I like it when I do start kind of scrolling around, but what I like about Facebook is the deeper you can get some more engagement. You can actually have sort of a conversation going, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me like the difference, you know, so I'm Gen X, you're a millennial. What do you see as how sort of my generation sees the world and, and wants to use social media as opposed to yours? Well, that's a, that's a really good question. I think like you said, you're you're probably looking for a little more engagement, a little more substance where the way I'm seeing it, it's like this kind of social freeway mm-hmm. and people, you know, my age are just flying down it and just getting an onslaught of content. And, you know, I I think it's I think it's a matter of substance. You know, we're we're looking a little bit more for for entertainment and 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 quick shareable entertainment and i think that's where these i think of it as like this meme mafia there you know there's this kind of upper ring of of people putting out content you know short witty you know pretty kind of pithy memes and yeah i think it's just it's it's a matter of you know sharing sharing with your friends you know having having just trying to get a good laugh i think that's why a lot of people are going to instagram yeah, it's just it's 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 easy, right? It's it's sort of I think the difference partially is and I don't want to I don't want to chalk it up to something trite like attention spans because it I don't think it's really that. I think what it is is it's a different way of communicating. And, you know, memes and and you know, short short very short context is just it's a it it's like a nod to your buddy. Like, dude, how hilarious is this? You share a laugh together. And then if you go for beers two nights later, you might talk in more in depth about that meme or how funny it was or who put it out right so there is a it's going to be more engaged conversation to be had around it but it's it's just a way to quickly kind of give a wink to a friend that and it's it's a bonding tool because you're acknowledging i get your sense of humor and you'll think this is funny right and yeah and and some of these some of these meme brands and and just you know influencers on instagram have such like a, a tight close feel for their market that when it hits it's it's something that you automatically think of a friend who does that and it's just like this it's it's like a equation like this is like that they're just making these these laser targeted connections so when you share it with a friend i mean it's you know it's automatically hilarious if if it matches you know kind of something that reminds you of them and and yeah i mean i think you know i i don't know if it's for better or worse but yeah you the, the millennial generation is, is living through through Snapchat and Instagram. And a lot of times it's, you know, it's just hard to keep in touch with people. So mm-hmm. if you can be dropping, you know, a snap or, you know, tagging them in, in something, you know, that they would think is hilarious. It's a great way to keep in touch with people. And, and yeah, I think it's, it's something that's definitely not going away. Awesome. All right. So we're going to get into more of the kind of nuts and bolts of this. I'm really interested to see of, you know, when somebody has 10 million Instagram followers, how 
much we can calculate if that what that does for their business so uh, i don't know how much we'll get into that austin but yeah yeah really fascinating so let's just start really at the basic if somebody's coming here and they're like dude what the hell is a meme yeah <laughs> what are you even talking about well so oxford dictionary I actually had to look that up just to see you know what the nuts and bolts were and um this definitely transcends social media i mean memes were around before before social media yeah was even a thing it's like and a so 70s it's, it's, thing right yeah i mean the it, term it, it might even go back further than that. I mean, there's whole kind of social scientists that talk about memetics and and how you know culture is like an organ, you know, an org, like similar to biology and how it evolves. And mm. and so yeah, it goes way back. But I mean, the essence of it, it's it's an image, a video, a piece of text, and it's it's usually funny and it's copied and spread rapidly throughout the internet. And so. I mean, that's that, that's the nuts and bolts of it. And I think uh, I actually just did uh, the etymology of this the other day because I was talking to my 10-year-old daughter about memes, and we looked it up, and one of it was mimic, right? I think it, one of the core you know words there comes from mimic, which is something like, like putting out something common but with a twist, essentially. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, it reminded me a lot of – you know, what Eugene Schwartz said is that, you know, people, whether you're a marketer or a content creator, you're not really creating these mass desires or emotions. You're just listening and harnessing them and putting your spin on it. I think that's a lesson that, you know, as, you know, as marketers, as, as entertainers, we can, we can take from the people that are, you know, at, at the top of this meme game. It sounds funny to say like they're, you know, professional meme creators, but they kind of are. And they're, yeah. they're, they're building businesses off the back of, of uh, these huge followings, like you know, fuck Jerry is one of the big ones, and he just created a um, kind of a, a card game similar to what's the oh, what's the Cards Against uh, Humanity? Cards Against Humanity, but yeah, but it's like a meme version of it, and so yeah, I mean they're you know they're they're making you know big money, and and um, you know brands are approaching them to be influencers, and so it's, it's not all just you know let's be cute and fun. I mean there's there's definitely you know business happening and. You know, they, they know how to engage. They're masters of engagement. Is is that the the, the thing with it where – because I assume there's got to be this unstated rule where, you know, if you start to whore it out and say – like I know in Instagram you can't run ads on your Instagram or something, right? Like in YouTube. But mm-hmm. if you were to somehow try to commercialize your conversation, I think people would turn on it pretty quick, right? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not too well versed in that, but I, I have a buddy who runs, you know, Facebook ads and, and through that, he can kind of run Instagram through the same portal. And, you know, influencers or, or personal brands are, you know, starting to, to run ads of companies. And I'm not, I'm not totally sure if their followership is aware of it or not. Mm-hmm. Usually they put like a hashtag ad at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure how that works. But I think if it's done tastefully, and if you give that influencer like the chance to, you know, put their own voice into it then their you know their their followers aren't gonna yeah think they're too much of a sellout that's interesting yeah because you know my, my daughter follows all the youtubers and younger right. people and they're just clearly attention whores like they're just please look at me i'll do anything <laughs> and then you know they get a following and then some company will pay them to use their product or like very 
you know, blatantly endorse it in a musically or something. And that's it seems perfectly appropriate because they're they were out for attention from the very beginning. Right. Whereas with memes, it's like it feels more to me like it's it's insider talk. And and I'm on the inside of this person's world. I follow them because I get them. They get me. And it, it feels to me like it's a little more delicate to introduce commerce into that. So the example you gave of. Fuck Jerry, <laughs> at Fuck Jerry, which is his name's not even Jerry, right? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's Elliot. <laughs> right. So him, you know, again, doing a creative thing and creating a game based around his sort of, you know, zeitgeist that he's created is clever to me and worthy of, of financial uh, endorsement. Because it's, oh, yeah. it's it's people buying his product because they're it's a way like Carlton says you know applause is money money is applause and that's really yeah, what, exactly. what it is on uh, in direct response so okay really interesting so now again back to the to the you know entrepreneur here the marketer the the copywriter why should we be paying attention to memes as a medium as a medium so you have millions of people and. You know, while they are millennials and, you know, certain part of your audience might not be millennials, it's it's a place where massive amounts of conversation are happening. And, you know, R- you know, Robert Collier said that you need to, you know, begin your your ad by entering the conversation that's already going on in someone's head. And so I think it's an excellent way to tap in to what people are talking about what kind of language they're using. And I think, you know, the the common objection I would hear is like, well, I don't have a millennial audience, but if you go into these, I think I think that that market is expanding quite a bit. And I've, mm-hmm. you know, I've gone into golf and and some of the yoga feeds and I've I've found, you know, comments happening and and you know, I use Amazon a lot for my research as a copywriter and it's just it's a great tool one for for finding the language that people are using to describe their problems and I think secondly to to see what people are reacting to. You know, you can you can look at a you know ten memes in a row and see which one hit home based on you know how many people are liking it. So you get a real sense for you know what what people are worried about, what people are anxious about, and it's it's extremely emotional in the way that they do it. And so I think you know kind of harnessing that emotion, seeing, you know, getting, getting the temperature of things and figuring out, you know, what crosses over into your market and your audience can, can just be a great way to kind of shortcut your research process and get a feel for what people are talking about. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's critical. And again, you know, never in the history of marketing has it been faster and cheaper to test ideas. And so Mm, memes are just another great way to see what's resonating. All right, so this is a great one. You know, let's talk about how memes can make you a better entertainer. It's something I like to preach, why you should care. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I like the way that you have been talking about, you know, marketers and and businesses and and content creators as more of entertainers as opposed to just cranking out your your 10-page white paper that's, you know, the 10 steps to insert benefit. I mean, it's it's just there's (laughs) – there's – a tsunami of that stuff out there and it doesn't grab attention. And so I think, yeah, you had, you had cited a couple studies that show that, you know, humor kind of lowers that, that resistance in your advertising, you know, obviously creates more bonds because when you're, when you're kind of in that mindset, when you're in that, that feel of things, you just, you're automatically more connected. And, you know, I can think of two, you know, email marketers 
that, that teach copywriting and teach direct response. And, you know, one is probably more knowledgeable than the other. He has definitely been in the game much longer and he's ran more tests, made more money, definitely has more credentials. But the other, I just find myself opening way more emails because and clicking them and buying the products just because it, it hits me at that emotional level a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one example I was thinking, and I wrote a, wrote a blog post about this, uh, Damon John, you know, of Shark Tank, the people shark, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that are teaching business and, you know, teaching entrepreneurship. But, um, you know, I remember something he, he talked about, he got, you know, really vulnerable and he, he does this often in interviews talking about his dyslexia and how it's hard to read growing up. It took him like, something like five years to be able to spell because I mean, he, he definitely struggled early on and, you know, as a, as an entrepreneur, you need to know a lot of things. And so, uh, I remember when I was, you know, first trying to launch, you know, my first business when I was 19 and just, you know, that, that really resonated. I'm not dyslexic, but I've, I've never been a fast reader. My brother would just crush through books like five yeah. times faster. He'd be on the fourth Harry Potter and I'm still, you know, halfway <laughs> through the first one. And so if you can entertain, you're going to create that bond. You're, you're going to, you're going to develop more of a tribe, I think, than a you know, short-term buyer, and that's just going to benefit your business long-term. Yeah, like you said, you, you know, your people are paying attention to you. I like to say that it's feel, right? If you can make people feel something, like knowledge content is kind of ignorable, dying quickly. Everybody's got, especially in our industry, way more stuff than they can read or get to or consume. But, you know, you make somebody feel something like with a laugh or like you said, the Damon John story, you haven't forgotten it, right? It may have been a minute video or something, but it really struck you. And that's the, the instant thing you do when you feel something is you follow that. You look for it again. You may subscribe to it. You may click a follow button just like that like you said you got sucked into this because your buddies would tag you in something funny and when it popped up in your insta feed you're just clicking follow and then you're following that person it's instantaneous right yeah absolutely and i think on the you know direct response thread something i noticed i noticed myself forwarding uh ramit sati's emails to to buddies who are just interested in business and and doing freelancing and um i mean that guy that guy uses memes incredibly well and so i think that's a more like pra- practical application if you want to see it being done you know on almost you know weekly basis in his emails <laughs> it's just hilarious like anyone who's interested in entrepreneurships on facebook they're seeing all these inspirational quotes that just make you I mean, make you just roll your eyes and yeah. they're horrible half the time. And so like, he'll just <laughs> jab at that so hard. Um, I mean, what I'm looking at right now, it's like today I woke up with that whole purpose driven princess warrior, save the world kind of vibe <laughs> and, and Ramit comments, uh, kill me period. And then goes into why, like you don't actually need to be, you know, inspired and motivated every day to run a business. And I just, I thought that was great. And, you know, if you can, if you can kind of channel the stuff that's pissing your, your audience off or that, you know, that, you know, rubs them the wrong way and position yourself against that, I think kind of that contrast can be a powerful marketing approach. Absolutely. Yeah. Because one of the best responses you can get from people is going, thank you. Thank you for finally yeah. saying that. I've been either I've been saying this for months or thinking this, and finally somebody said it. Right? It's, yeah, exactly. Uh, really powerful. All right, let's talk about copywriting. You're a copywriter, Austin. I am. How how does all this help you as a copywriter? Well, I think I was reading just about 
you know, idea generation and how to, you know, flex that idea muscle as, as James Altucher talks about it. And I think it really is something you need to be working out just like your body in the gym and, you know, consuming this mass market content, I think gives you a good feel for general knowledge. Of course you need knowledge specific to whatever you're working on, but you also need that life experience. And as, you know, as a younger guy, I, you know, a 40 year old copywriter is going to have a lot more, you know, world experience. So not to say that you're going to educate yourself through memes, but it, it definitely gives you a, a feel for, you know, markets you might not associate with, you know, different, you know, demographics or, you know, people coming from, from mindsets you don't fully understand. And yet when, when you click that 1,600 comment, little button under, you know, whether you're on Facebook or Instagram and you start scrolling down and reading mm-hmm. how people react to this stuff. Yeah. I mean, I just have like these holy shit moments. Like yeah. this is how you actually think. And, and, yeah. and not to judge it, it's just like super surprising half yeah. the time. Some, I mean, sometimes I do judge it cause it's just, you know, nasty, nasty stuff, but you know, it's, it's just that exposure and, and flexing that idea muscle and understanding how these guys can kind of animate like a, a basic idea because a meme usually kind of focuses around one big idea and then, you know, adding a ton of emotion to it in a short amount of time. You know, that's another super valuable thing that I think if you can do in the beginning of a, an email or a sales page, if you can kind of strike that that emotion and and animate it well, then you, you have people's attention and you have them, you know, reading your ad or watching your video or, or whatever it is, but, um, you get them in the door. Yeah, absolutely. And you make, you mentioned about, uh, you know, Dave Asprey from Bulletproof Coffee has right. uses them well. And, you know, I happen to know from working with Dave that he's got a lot of millennials in his company. Right. And, mm. you know, so he's a guy my age who has people your age who understand this stuff making you know dave appropriate memes essentially right and so yeah that's a great note to business owners where if you're thinking ah well i, I can't suddenly try to understand what's going to attract this younger demographic or maybe they're not even my market well why not you know uh, try <laughs> you know like <laughs> you might really find like you know i've i've, I've experimented a little with this because i have nothing but reams of of content and interviews and quotes and things that if I just had somebody mining those things to turn, you know, and and say, all right, how can we put a twist on this and make this into a meme or, or what should be on our radar that we could sort of have some fun with? Like you, like you mentioned Ramit doing, right? Mm -hmm. It's incredibly powerful because it puts us in the conversation in, in a, in a very different way. You know, people don't, small segment of people are going to take time to read a 500,000 word article, but a meme is instantaneous and in a lot of ways has the same impact. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I think, I think Dave does an incredible job of it and it's, you know, it's funny. I'll even see the sponsored post, the ad, I'll, I'll know it's an ad and I'll still pause and look at it. Cause mm. you know, it's some, some dude in skin tight spandex, just <laughs> breaking it down. And it's like, well, hell yeah, I want to feel like that. And then I, you know, like bulletproof coffee and I, yeah, I haven't bought it yet, but it's, it's just a matter of time really. <laughs> like no, you got to get you world. some, I've been on it oh, for, yeah? you know, five years or something. It can't live without it. Do you do that brain octane? Oh yeah, stuff absolutely. I, I, in fact, I was out of it for, you know, like a week or so. Cause I just ordered too late and I felt it, you know, it was different. It, yeah. 
but the good thing about it was um, you're supposed to cleanse occasionally, you know, and I just like, I love it so much. I just have done it every day for like <laughs> four years. And so that cool part was when I got it back, it was like, oh, I feel that initial kick again, you know, but absolutely do it. Like, you know, it lives up to the promise that it, it'll be the best co- cup of coffee you ever had and you'll have the best morning of your life. I mean, that's, that's, that was a big promise that actually paid off for me. And I was like, I'm an instant fan of this. It's not some people, you know, you know, the the health geeks love to get into the science of it and say why it is or isn't effective. All I know is I drink it. I love the way it tastes and it works. And I don't like to eat in the morning. I do love breakfast as a meal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, anyway, enough about that. You got to try it. It's really great. I will. Definitely. So, Austin, weird way to end <laughs> talking about <laughs> Bulletproof Coffee. But this was a great episode. And we got to do this again because I know you have a lot more to share, not only on this, but all facets of copywriting. Again, Austin has my full endorsement. He's a really sharp guy. He's young. He gets it. He's hip. But he's also steeped in the principles of, you know, fundamental copywriting, the stuff that works. He's studied hard with all the right people. So go out and get you some Austin Lee at leecopy.com. And if you want to learn more about this meme stuff, you can download his five-step meme marketing guide to dialing in your message to market match. Really good stuff. Austin, thanks for being here, brother. We'll do it again soon. Thanks so much, Kevin. It was a lot of fun. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you dug the show. Come on over to copychief.com. That's where you'll find all the backlog, all the transcribes, all the show notes, and all the free weekly copywriting tips. Copychief.com.